Hello, welcome to another episode of I'm in a Band podcast. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello. What's happening? I'm Chris, your friendly neighbourhood host, joined by James, Tommy and Will. As always, other members of the band, less important. Come with me now as I conduct the symphony of banter with the orchestra of chat. Thank you. Thank you. Practiced that, didn't you? Good God. All week I've been... All week I've been doing that one. I'm in a band! Some uh, lunar stuff's been happening, hasn't it? We've been doing a few covers to pass the time. We This is probably the third cover in a decade that we've done, so pretty good going. So it's Survivor by Destiny's Child. Whose idea was it, can I ask? Because it wasn't mine. <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll, te- I'll take the blame on that one. I'll take the blame on yeah. that one. Uh, very quick to jump in on the ship, though. You know, no quarrels, no you know, questions asked, straight Glad in. I did. I kind of threw, I threw the bait into the group chat and uh, the speed at which you reacted confirmed, yes, this mm. is a good decision. I wasn't bothered about what the other two thought. I was like, <laughs> I've got one. That's 50% yes then so far. We almost did the bass and drums before Chris and Jeff even yeah. decided. Tommy's done my job for me. He's programmed them. They're great. Well, we've already started recording it, so we may as well finish. <laughs> also, we found our artist to create our artwork for our upcoming EP, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, That's man. really cool. Using the power of Reddit, which has very much impressed me since I started using it a few weeks ago. Yeah, you somehow, man, I can't crack that. Can't crack Reddit. I seem to put comments out there. No one comes back to me. A bit like this friendship group. <laughs> it's a bit weird. It's a bit, yeah. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? Oh, you're just talking. I think that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, just stop messaging people. Yeah. But yeah, Reddit's a great... Uh, I've found I've had some good luck with it. And it's got loads of uh, little... Well, they're not little. There's tens of thousands of people in these communities, music communities or whatever... So, you know, if anyone's listening, give it, get, and you're looking for, for work or collaborators, uh, have a look, because there's loads of people putting tracks up there asking for help and asking for vocals, asking for guitar, so. Chris Butler, tip 101. Yeah, that's it, that's my tip. You could just do guitar noises down to down down the microphone. Just James, take us through why you started on the drum kit, and I want to know every single detail from the first day you picked up sticks to uh, today. Go. Well, I picked up a guitar at first, and as you all know, I break everything. My mum and dad were well aware that I broke everything as a child, <laughs> and uh, I broke my first guitar. Therefore, not being able to put the jack input into it properly, thinking I damaged it really badly so i didn't practice it so what 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 did you do i took like the little screwy bit out of the jack input why i don't know i was a child i was about <laughs> 11 i thought it was a great idea and then it just i couldn't turn it on then so i couldn't tune it i got some drumsticks and then i started whacking my chest of drawers with it and i wish i still had them because i literally like my mum went nuts they were like good oak ones and i like put dents all in them which forced my dad to then go right get him a drum kit which a few years before that, my dad had a drum kit because he sort of can play a little tiny bit. Not anymore, though. I, I never actually, like, jumped on that kit. I sort of wanted to play guitar because I thought it was cool, and then I realised that drums don't break. I think it was a lot of easier instrument for me to... It was like, you know, you just have that natural... Neanderthal urge to hit things. Exactly, yeah. Just that Neanderthal, just bang, bang. It's great. You feel, you feel when you're playing drums that you're more in tune with your ancestors... Yes. Of, like the and early that, days of humans banging on rocks. Could you imagine me carrying 
a valve amp around for 10 years like you guys have been or something how many valve amps I would have went through James you do you carry ours around and they end up flat face down in the gutter somewhere when you've dropped them out the <laughs> yeah that, that's not my problem is it that's your guys problem you guys play the guitar <laughs> you know <laughs> I, rem- oh, I remember dude. once Chris's amp hitting the deck and me and Ross looked at each other like... <laughs> <laughs> and we were just before a gig and we were like, oh, fuck, did we tell him? And we were like, no, just give it a minute. And it was like, sound check, sound check. <laughs> so Chris's sound check. And I remember just not even setting up my drum, just watching him, just going, oh, thank God, it makes a noise. And it was still, it made a noise. <laughs> we did tell him afterwards. There was more to the old career of the drumming. Um, then I met Will at school. We were in English class, I believe it was, Will. Mr. Kerrigan's in English class, Mr. Yeah. Kezza used to put his he leg up. He sat us too. together, didn't he? Why did he, he do used that? To put, he used to put his leg up as well on the table whilst he was reading his book. And it was yeah, very odd. It was a pair of balls. Yeah, but that's what he used, to, he used to... I mean, I think that is why me and Will are the people we are today. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Our first band was Pin Up Portrait with a, it was. Uh, a guy it called was. Zane and Elliot. I guess that was at the height of Eyeliner and we just thought Screamo was good. And then we changed the name to Vinnie Valentino. I don't know what that was going to change. The music, I came up, that, I came up with that name. It's a great name. Yeah, you did. James and I went to Warwickshire College and we did two years there. And fortunately, the band Vinnie Valentino disbanded. It was a very emotional time. Oh. If I remember rightly, you guys did two years and I only showed up for about a year. You barely really. showed it, but most of the time you were in Spain or France or somewhere on holiday. So we, again, continued to learn our instruments. Will, you weren't that much better than James. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, it's true. I've never been good in the old academic things. So I was very good at just dicking around and getting away with it. It was my skill <laughs> in school. Any fond memories of practising at college, James? Any bands no, you enjoyed no. playing in? No, the bands I enjoyed playing in, it was just, they had no drum kits there, they had no drum teachers, they had no decent cymbals. And the only drummer there was you, so... <laughs> Tom Williamson, he played drums as well, but the only song he played was Money, because that's the only song I could play on the bass, and we used to switch. <laughs> and there's another thing, my first instrument I actually ever got was a bass. Before I even got a guitar, someone gave me a bass guitar, and I remember looking at it and going, don't want that. And like, I had it in my room, but I was like, no, nah, I'm not playing that. I said, like, who plays that? <laughs> who was that bloody instrument there? How does that make you feel, Tommy? So insensitive <laughs> to basis. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make me feel anything because I know why he's saying it. Like I get it. I get it. I get on his case, and he's biting back. He's biting back. He's got to have his say. Why do you like this? Is um, this isn't me being a douche towards basses players because you know I don't. No, bring it on. Bring it on. Let's but have why? It. Why? Why did you choose the bass? I can tell you the exact person's name. I can tell you the exact person's name that made me go fuck. I want to do that. Matt Freeman, the bass player from Rancid. Why, why was it that it spoke to you? Was it just the way it sounded or was it the... I don't know. He, he did a lot. I think, I don't know. I'm a little bit sort of... I mean, that's probably not the best way to describe it. But as a kid, I was just hearing the runs he would do. He would play runs like it was like a, a melody on a guitar, but still rhythmic. I don't know. It was interesting. Okay. All the, all, all the bands I'd heard before that point were just your standard sort of root note players. You know, dum, 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 just... And this, this was the first guy I heard that was like, whoa, he is shredding. I mean, you'll probably call me really cliche for this, but Sid Vicious used to just blow my mind when I saw pictures of him. His stance, the fact this body of wood was just so huge yeah. on this. It just always looked... And then obviously Mike Dern, the way he stands. I don't... I, I've never resonated more than that. They're just... There's such a... There's such a, a presence with a 
fucking good bass player. Yeah, I mean, Mike, Mike, Mike Durnt was great. Sid Vicious, like, I would call you a cliche for oh, it now because I feel like a cliche for it now. But 17-year-old Tommy looked at Sid Vicious and was like, oh, oh he is so cool. Couldn't play bass to save his life. He was an abysmal No, I musician. just want to jump in on that, so, yeah. He was shit at bass, but, but he just, looked incredible. He looked amazing. Rarely, he did, a gig, didn't he? rarely a gig was played where that man didn't draw blood, you know? <laughs> Greatest bass player of all time, Tommy. Uh, Paul Simonon. From the Clash. Really? Yeah, yeah. from the Clash. Yeah. Really? Not, not technically, not technically. I mean, there's a million people that are better than him technically. But for me, anyway, if I was going to put greatest bass player of all time, I would quite happily say Paul Simonon from the Clash and the Gorillas. We would ask you your favourite drummer of all time, but you probably said it every podcast since we started. Which is... Lars Ulrich. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing you've ever said. That's brilliant. No, it's not. It's there not. it is. It's, not. it's John Bonham. We've, we've got but, it. Yeah. That's official. That's a verbal contract. One of my favourite drummers is really, really... Sh- well, it has been for a while. It's Grohl. Like, I just can't get enough of Dave's Grohl's drumming at the minute. Yeah. It's just so relentless and powerful. They were both yeah. actually from the same bloodline, I swear. If you go back yeah. through their industry, they must be from the same yeah. bloodline of gorilla. Just like bloody... Because they are animals. Bricklayers. That's what Bonham yeah. was, though. That's why he was such a hard... Well, he was, he was an amazing drummer as well. He was a bricklayer. And that's why he could hit the drums so fucking hard with his hands as well. Because he just had, like, concrete for hands. <laughs> that's why you break everything. Ironically, James, in your day job, you cut onions into small, tiny pieces. So I can't, I can't, I've never been able to comprehend how you can cut an onion the size of a teardrop, but, and not take your hand off. I know, yeah, Paddy, I've given a lot of chef's nervous breakdowns working around me. Because things are flying around (laughs) everywhere, you know what I mean? Things are breaking, things are leaking, things are overflowing. But the job gets done. I'm in a band. That was another episode of I'm in a Band podcast. Thanks, guys. What a wonderful time. Oh, Thank you. Lovely. Really getting sick of talking to you people. Mm-hmm. I've got heartburn and I need a runny, so I'm going to go downstairs. Good, right. good for a 30-year-old to say. Keeping it healthy in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this prick left us with? He takes the fucking keyboard... Left us 